There are many differences between inheritance, Yerusha, according to the Torah, and according to secular law. We'll go through five differences. And then in the next couple recordings, I'm going to go through different laws of how to, um, other, uh, in, in relation to inheritance laws. And also if a person wanted to draft a will or the like, and make it that they're, um, that, that someone that necessarily, not necessarily al Pitoro, would be inheriting how they could make sure that the person would inherit whatever they intend to bequeath them. So we'll start with the five major differences of the Torah law, how it differs in secular, does, has a different you know, way of going around with things. According to Torah law, if a person has sons and daughters, only the sons inherit from him. We know that by secular law, there's no difference, there's no difference between a, a son or a daughter in regard to inheritance. Now, obviously, even according to Torah law, if there were no sons, then the daughters would inherit. But if there was sons as well, then the daughter would not inherit. Again, that's if at the plain, val- the plain face value of the, of the law as it is. Now, a second difference is maternal uh, family. According to Torah, maternal relations do not have the status of heirs. So even if a person has no father, his mother does not inherit from him. So for example, uh, there was a, a child born and his father, um, I'm sorry, he, the child was born, the child passes away, God forbid, his mother would not inherit from him, even if he has no father. But, so where would we, who would the money or so go to? We would look to see if he has maybe brothers, or, or, or if he has children, whatever it may be, but the mother would not inherit him. Uh, that's because the maternal, there is no rule of maternal inheritance um, that she would inherit from her child. According to secular law, there is no difference between paternal and maternal heirs. Another difference is the din of the Bechor, the firstborn. According to the Torah, the Bechor, the firstborn, he inherits a double portion of his father's estate. Obviously, in secular law, there's no such a rule. Thus, an example of a double portion would be, let's say there were three sons. Um, and each one was inheriting, right? And there were, whatever the estate was. So the, the firstborn would be considered like he's two people. So, so if you have three boys and one of them was a firstborn, so we would say that 50% would go to the firstborn. And the other 50%, which would be divided 25-25, that would be to the second and third son. We don't treat the, you know, if there were 10 boys, however, for, for example, so the firstborn would get two portions, and the other nine would get one, one, one portion. All right? So, so it's, he's always treated as just two people. As we know, the secular law doesn't make any distinction. A fourth difference is the husband and wife's inheritance. According to Torah law, a man inherits from his wife when she dies during his lifetime. But the wife does not inherit from her husband. So even if, she, if he dies during her lifetime without leaving any children, she still would not inherit from her husband. That's according to Torah law. According to secular law, that would depend on the country and the state. There is a, a concept of spouse, how it inherits 50% of the state, the estate, and the deceased spouse's children equally divide the remaining uh, amount. Again, that's another clear difference of Torah law and secular law. 
And then another final fifth major difference between Torah law and secular law in regard to inheritance is the concept of converts and adopted children. According to Torah law, a, a ger, a convert, has no relationship with his biological family because when they convert, they're considered like they're a newborn child. But secular law has no such concept. If you converted, but you were the biological son or daughter, you would inherit like any other son or child. According to Torah law, another difference is that the adopted child does not inherit from his adoptive family. Secular law provides that an adopted child may sometimes inherit from their adopted parents, and that law would depend on state by state. It would be that some will be more, uh, more favorable towards the adopted child, and some states may be a bit less. Now, in any of the above situations, if the heirs claim their inheritance as, as, as dictated by secular law, so there is one problem of going to a secular court, and it's actually mentioned in Parsis Mishpatim, the idea of the, 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 these are the laws we should place in front of them, that we should go in front of them, meaning the, the rabbis and the judges, and not in front of the, the secular judges. So going to a secular court would be forbidden. That would be transgressing the prohibition of theft also, if one was taking from something which was an in, intended inheritance which the Torah had already granted to the recipient, uh, the recipient. Also, if a secular court decrees that the money be sequestrated uh, by a bank in a way that prevents the heirs from uh, assessing it unless they sign and agree to abide to the verdict of the, the secular court, then there is a disagreement amongst the poskim whether the heirs are obligated to sign a waiver of their rights to the inheritance without any monetary compensation or whether they are permitted to take money, I'm sorry, whether they are permitted to take payment for their signature. Obviously, for these reasons and all the above reasons, if a person wants to do an inheritance, anything different than what the Torah prescribes, they should uh, make sure that they plan in their, uh, their they're making a will or the like, that it should be fitting that, first of all, it would, you know, making that it fits with secular law, that it's also understood and can be binding with secular law, but also that it will be, halachically accepted. So whatever the, 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 trust, the, test, the person who wants to bequeath, they need to make sure and plan accordingly. In the next recordings, I will go through some of the laws of inheritance, also going through uh, different uh, ways of how a person can make a halachic will. There are different methods and how that can be done and how they can do it in a way that they, they can plan their estate planning as, as any way they wish.